Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's going on? It's Loud and Local. I got denial of life in studio, in person. Uh, what's going on, guys? How you doing? What's, what's good, up? man? What up? We're doing good. How are you? Going good. Going thanks for, good. Thanks for having us. Things are so unnatural with with that intro because like we're talking off air like everything's fine and then all of a sudden it becomes official when you turn the mics <laughs> yeah, on like yeah, on. hello I'm meeting you for the first time uh-huh. <laughs> super official right our, our radio voices are on <laughs> exactly yeah. uh, okay so let's go around the room starting with uh, you Brenna what, what do you what's your name well for obviously Brenna but what do you do in the band uh, I am the lead singer awesome yes uh, I'm Logan I play guitar Yo, I'm Nick I play drums. I'm Spencer. I slap at the bass. <laughs> slap at the bass. <laughs> okay. Nice. So, would you guys call yourselves a Tacoma band? Is that about yes. right? Yes. Three Absolutely. quarters Tacoma. Um, I say four quarters Tacoma. Four quarters Tacoma. Okay. <laughs> I mean, sure, whatever you want to say, Logan. <laughs> right yeah, on. We're definitely Tacoma. Yeah. Uh, How did you all meet? Well, it's funny because I think we've all known each other like a really long time. Uh-huh. In various different like circles and ways, uh-huh. uh, definitely independently uh, of DOL for sure. Okay, yeah. um, and then the forming of the band was was kind of just just it kind of just worked out, you know. Like we've all known each other a while. Yeah. We've like played in bands, you know, not together. Um, yeah, I mean. Uh, wait, were you asking like how the band formed? Yeah, how'd you guys all get together, or how'd you guys meet? You know, um, for the first time, as a band or just individually, like as people. Either or, yeah. All the mutual friends, yeah. cool. pretty much. But yeah, yeah. I'll play in shows in different bands. You know, Guitar Center wanted ad. You know, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think yeah, the way Logan, that Logan just approached me one day and was like, "Hey, I'm thinking of starting this band, and I want you to front it." And we originally had another drummer. Okay. But that ended up not working out. And we asked Nikki, and Nikki was like, nah, man, I'm not trying to do that. And I also said, hell no, nah, I'm not trying to be in a band with Nikki. <laughs> Nikki, you, you, you were kind of done with drumming, or had you... No, I think at the time I was just a little busy, sure. um, and I really didn't want to do, like, a metal project. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, yeah, I'll fill in for now until you find a drummer. <laughs> um, but then we wrote uh, Scheming to Suffer, and I was like, okay, this is, I think I might stick around. And like now, now it's just my baby, my favorite band. Yes. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite bands I've ever been in. So, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of silly how that worked out, but it was good how it worked out. Cause yeah. like, I think it allowed us to like ease into it, ease into it, and yeah. just kind of mess around a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then like, 
the way that we started writing songs just happened really organically. Yeah. And then it like, it was, it was just what we wanted to play. Yep. You know what I mean? Like we weren't forcing this kind of sound. We just like writing music that we were like, whoa, this is kind of sick. You're not like, what are the kids like? Thrash metal. Let's play some thrash. <laughs> right, right. We're going to play this, like, this yeah. style riff yeah. no matter what. Yeah, exactly. No whatever, no breakdown. You know, it's just like, we just played what we wanted to play. Looking at the Spotify metrics, well, Power Trip is, uh, yeah. you know, at 575,000. <laughs> definitely incorporate some of that. Uh, okay, so so you mentioned, Nick, uh, Nikki, that you had been in a bunch of bands. So why don't we go around the room? What are all your past projects, oh. guys? Like, full discography of each member. That's a long list. That's a Let's lot. do it. We got time. Uh, I used to play in a band called Wreck. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to play in a band called Sojourner. Yes. Um, I played in this death metal band called Lenore. Love them. Um, hmm. uh, right now, I play in another band called End of Days. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, there's so many to name off, but I feel like no one would even know what I'm talking about. So those are those are probably the main ones that matter. Okay, okay. sounds good. And the rest of y'all? Um, yeah, it's, it's a long list, but so I play in a death metal band called Cystic, which is my other like active, yes. active band. Um, before that I was playing in like more punk straight, like punk bands. Yeah. So bind, um, and yeah, some other bands that like, I was able to do my like early touring cool. with, but yeah. And then I play in a couple other projects that are, that are ongoing at the moment. Nice. Right on. My first band that I was ever in was a like crusty folk punk band okay. called Goat, where I played washboard. Okay. Uh, Is that like Bridge City Center style? Uh, Are you familiar with that project? Kind of, yeah. yeah. I'm a little familiar, but it's kind of like that, but it was like very uh, polka influence, okay. if you will, uh, and like... <laughs> Listens to uh, Google Bordello once. Uh, literally, <laughs> literally, and just like old Eastern European... Eastern European folk music. That's awesome. Um, so I was heavily influenced by that. That was my first band ever. I was actually just talking about the story of how I got into that band. Literally, my friend just got way too stoned in high school. He was the original percussionist, and he couldn't play the show. He had his mom pick him up. So the band asked anybody in the crowd to just step in and... To play the washboard. around with a... Yeah, oh, sorry. That's no, all good. Uh <laughs> Hey, now you know. So if Slipknot's ever looking for an auxiliary member to play the washboard, you yeah. just jump in. You know? You've got some experience. Absolutely. And how about you, man? Uh, so I was in a uh, synth punk band in high school called The Synthetics. And after that, I was in this like, kind of heavier garage band called Red Hex. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we had a lot of... Tacoma Legends. <laughs> we had a lot of local shows in our basement off of 6th Avenue Dance come through. And I know everybody here has made it over there multiple occasions for, you know, just general parties and shows and stuff so it's kind of where i got to know them a little better i love that uh you know i had no idea what to expect when i asked that question and everything from you know eastern european influenced you know folk punk to to synth punk to garage to (laughs) to crust punk to death metal like that is super rad and i mean if you listen to this record which we're gonna listen to we're gonna talk about uh the album's called no reason and the band is denial of life you'll hear these influences everything from just straight up old school rock and roll sounding stuff some death metal influence stuff some thrash metal hardcore it's really cool and we can tell that you guys aren't just you know you know capital h hardcore you know so that's dope right on uh well okay so the pandemic happens were you guys a band before did you guys start in the middle of the pandemic we were like a fresh fresh band okay right before the pandemic started we had this tour booked 
literally like March 25th or something. Like okay. We were like yep. a week literally away. Literally two days after we quarantine were like, happened, we were supposed to be on the road. Yeah, we were like a week <laughs> away from leaving when like stuff started getting canceled. I have no idea what that tour would have been like because we were like a fresh, fresh band. Um, then when the pandemic started, you know, and like lockdown really happened, to me, that's when like we really found our groove because like we were able to just write in a way that like wasn't like, okay, we got to get the set ready for the show. Mm-hmm. Like we were able to just be like, okay, let's take like two weeks to write one song. Let it marinate know? a little bit. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like personally, I, I'm, I'll speak for myself. That's when like things started to feel like, oh, whoa, okay, we're like kind of finding a, a, a cool groove. Yeah. We were definitely a lot more um, like fine tuning. Yeah, Everything. and intentional about it, like yeah. our songwriting process. Like Nikki said, like Scheming to Suffer is like a relatively simple song on like the outside, you know, sure. but like we were so intentional about like how the arrangement was, you know. Yeah. So I think that the time just like allowed us to really find a cool find a cool rhythm. That's awesome. So, uh tell me a little bit about what you guys did to stay sane during the pandemic personally, you know, did you all work like jobs where you guys laid off? Did you guys you know, get heavily into music? Did you go on long walks? What'd you guys do to get through? Uh, honestly, not too much. I think I had about a month off. Okay. Um, so that was kind of just a cool vacation, to be honest. But right. then right after that, it was like straight back to work, like no problem. Um, we were already crazy anyway. We were never sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there wasn't any helping us at But point. I'm a painter by trade. And okay. like uh, during that time, what was like kind of like sp- spring-ish. Yeah. Um, you know, so you're still doing like interiors and uh, you just basically just had to wear a mask in yep. people's houses and stuff like that. So it wasn't it wasn't too terrible for me, but I don't know about the rest of them. So how about y'all? Um, well, I was working as a server at a restaurant in Seattle mm-hmm. and um, the restaurant just shut down. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was off the entire time. Honestly, the only thing that kept me sane and I hate to be sound corny when I say this, but it was writing for denial of life. Well, it's the truth, of, you know, you know, and I was living in a really like bad house like it was a bad situation was it a punk house yes there was like eight people in one little tiny house that was like essentially a hallway with like eight seven bedrooms did it have a name no well i think actually i think it was called like big blue or but uh yeah it was very depressing so i lived in a punk house and the thing is is if you name your house then people feel free to just come and go as they want (laughs) don't name your house (laughs) unless you want random sleeping there all the time (laughs) true Uh, and how about you guys Uh, i'm also a painter by trade so i was i was do you work um, with nikki I have worked with Nick. Okay, cool. Did a few jobs together. Did a few jobs together. <laughs> nice. Made, made some money. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of like similar situation. Um, I was also trying to enjoy the the downtime and yes. that that sweet uh, unemployment money. That was nice. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna lie. Uh, so I made some things work, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think just like songwriting and like, for me, like the pandemic took a lot of pressure off of band stuff because mm-hmm. it wasn't like we had to focus on like shows, booking tours, et cetera. Like it, it and like yeah. this pressure of like performing and doing a bunch of like stuff yeah. was kind of off the table. Totally. And how about you, man? Uh, so I, I was working for a builder, a contractor during the pandemic doing office stuff. And okay. It was kind of weird. Like when the pandemic hit, everybody kind of like just checked out and was working from home, but I was the only one in the office. Yeah. It was kind of like creepy little ghost town vibes. <laughs> and then uh, towards the end, I ended up going back and working for a drywall contractor because I got laid off. Okay. 
but uh, I, I kept busy throughout the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, free time, not so much. Just sheltered down and <laughs> yeah, lost my mind even more. But, and by the way, <laughs> feel free to let the swear words roll. It's all good. No, there's no need. We're, we're not. We ain't live. Right now. We ain't live. Yeah, we're at two. We're good, man. Two in the swear jar. I, I bleep <laughs> these out, so we're good, man. We, we bleep them out. I, I, li- I edit everything. I listen to it while I'm at my day jobs, and then I and then That's I right. literally have a piece of paper that I like. <clears throat> so when I interviewed Max from Sepultura Soulfly, it was just like every other word. It's just like F, F, F. So I just kept the tally like F word at one five, F word at one ten, you know, so. Uh, right up. Well, you guys made it through. And then, um, so this new album, is this your first official full length record? Yeah. Okay, awesome. When did you all start start writing for it? Honestly, like almost literally a year ago. Wow. To the, like almost to the day. Yeah. It was like right after Thanksgiving, I think is when we started tracking. Uh, we had demoed stuff out. Nikki had demoed some songs out with the person who recorded the record. Mm-hmm. So it was like a pre-recording process, but like actually tracking for the record started like dang, dang near a year ago. <laughs> dang oh, near. Recording, <laughs> recording took a lot longer than the writing. Well, we well, were kind of doing it simultaneously, though, you know. Where'd you guys record? At home or? Um, yeah, we did it. A lot of it in my basement. We also did it at Jason's house, who is the guy who recorded us. Jason awesome. Brooks. Shout out Jay Crooks. Yep. <laughs> That's cool. Yes. Yeah, like we it. just did it on his computer, really. Um, That's awesome. And then in uh, Brenna's basement, Brenna, Brenna's dad has like a, I, I don't want to say full studio, but it's like a studio vibe where it's got like... All right, the, who's your the, dad? What rock band is your dad in? Oh a true God. rock dad. <laughs> the truest rock dad there is. His name is Jim. Uh-huh. He's been in uh, bands my entire life. He was yeah. in this band in Ohio called Curly Lemon that got like Cleveland popular okay. know, in the 90s. Yeah. Um, and then he's just, he's been in cover bands cool. since, yeah. uh, he was in a band called Swallow okay. recently. I think that's the last like official band that he was in, but it was also a cover band. Um, but yeah, he's also a lead singer, you know, cool. the reason why I do what I do, honestly. Ever a chance that he might jump on a track? Oh my God. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> All right, maybe. We'll see, you know, I <laughs> yeah. never say he would never, be, he would you know be, what I mean? I think he'd be. Happy. Yeah, he would. He would be very down. Swallow defo- <laughs> Denial of Life World yep. Tour. Oh, my Split. God. Split. Split <laughs> EP. There yeah, you but go. The, her, her little uh, studio is pretty cool. You know, there's like that's a dope. control room. It's got the window and then the the, the recording room. So. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it was, was actually cool. there when we moved into the house like 15 years ago. Wow. The old owners had built a little studio because he was a drummer. Yeah. And so he just wanted like a space that was a little bit soundproofed. Mm-hmm. So he put like all the foam on the walls and everything and like built the window into it and everything. My dad just like amped it up and like put a whole. Uh, he had like a full uh, computer set up with like two monitors yeah. and everything, you know. So, yeah. Have any of you been to the autopsy room with Jesse O'Donnell in Tacoma? Mm-mm. No, no. Well, that's totally what I'm picturing. I, I went to you know do some like gang vocals on it, and it totally is the, exactly what you guys pictured, so or what you guys mentioned. So I was totally picturing that place. So shout out to Jesse O'Donnell from Noise. And and Lahar uh, and and Very and cool. yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, so you guys start working on this record and you release it. Uh, were any of you surprised at how much of uh, you know good good feedback you guys got? I I, I saw it on like No Echo uh, website. I saw a bunch of people posting it, um, a bunch of plays. I, I saw um, you know uh, I saw you guys did a Hate Five Six in studio kind of thing. It was really dope. So were you guys surprised at you know that or? 
Yeah, I mean, definitely. We we don't have any expectations when we release anything. There's, yeah. you know, there's there's no sort of like we know this is going to do well or anything very well. Uh, but I mean, mm-hmm. amongst our friends and amongst like maybe the hardcore community, it's been it's been pretty cool. But yeah, uh, yeah we didn't have any sort of expectation. Yeah. Um, the hate five six thing was definitely kind of a surprise because at least oh, I don't think yeah. we really talked to him much when he filmed us at Jag. Not yeah. really. I was yeah. I was surprised on the hate five six video. I'm not. I, I don't know if I was necessarily surprised on how well the record did, but we worked really hard on it. Yeah, you know, I know how much work that we put into it and how like how seriously we took the recording process, mm-hmm. and, like, how much we like really strove for like perfection, whatever that means. You know, like we we yeah. wanted to be the best that we yeah. possibly could. So I put a lot into it, you know, and I guess we just hope that that would that would come through, for sure. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and I will mention this is a self-released record. So, you know, yeah. it's not like you had some, you know, the, 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 you know, big hype record label, like, you know, you know, doing all your social and stuff like that. You guys, you know, self-release it, which is really cool out of yeah. the Northwest. So yeah, I, I love seeing that, um, movement from, from Northwest bands. Really yeah. Cool. I think that was intentional, you know, like mm-hmm. I know that we could have, we could have done it a lot of different ways, Yeah, but I mean, at least for me personally, like it felt the best to do it this way. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I will say that, you know, I gone, there were several like, you know, big death metal shows that I went to in Seattle and I kept seeing like, it's like random, you know, older Hesher dudes with denial of life hoodies. Like I saw like, (laughs) it was like, this is so sick. Like, it's not just, you know, younger hardcore kids. It's, you know, a lot of different people like repping your band. So I was like, we're going to have that merch online soon too. Take note. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. We'll have a bunch of physical, yeah physical physical things awesome and the works and we'll talk a little bit about the physical release of the album in a, in a little bit uh i i you know i just gotta ask though how did that hate five six so you guys went on tour and you guys um recorded in kind of like a it wasn't a live it was live in studio so how did you guys all set that up and was it just sunny hitting you guys up or how did that work out yeah, yeah. Well, it was Sunny hit us up. Like, so we we played Jag two or Jag three yep. with his uh, rad uh, hardcore yearly hardcore festival put on by Brainstem Productions in Tacoma at Real Art. The last few ones have been is called Just Another Gig. So if you're listening now and you're like, what's Jag? So anyways, keep going. Yeah, shout out Brainstem. He, yeah, he really next one's doing... in February too. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Brainstem is really doing amazing things. Yes, and that's Zach, who was one of the three guys that did Rainfest. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he filmed every band of that of that set yeah um and our video re- was released and did pretty well um sunny hit us up kind of saying like hey we liked your set you know i liked your set like if you're ever on the east coast hit us up or hit me up and we can set up type of situation that's awesome and so we were booking up full us at the time yeah um and we happened to be in philadelphia new jersey area when he was there so it, it worked out and he was just super super down and made a lot of time for us which that's was like awesome. really really cool you know because he's yeah. like He's the guy. Yeah, no, I, I, it, he has built some, he has built something that has, you know, really, it helps hardcore, you know, like there are probably 12 to 15 to 20 kids that are getting into hardcore every day, just based on these, the algorithm of YouTube and then suggesting, and then he literally went and created his own algorithm on his website, which suggests to you bands that you've, do you like comeback kid? Well, you might like so-and-so, you know, like he has literally taken tech, uh, like a tech background and has, has really, you know, created this amazing, like platform for hardcore and underground music which is rad absolutely yeah so you guys got in the uh the 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 hate five six algorithm we did <laughs> and it like loki helped us out a lot absolutely. you know what i mean like yeah. real like real like out you know real um it's called the hate five six bump you got 
bumped, we dude. Get yeah. the bump for yeah. sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bump for That's sick. Yes. There's probably a, a lot of people that heard of us through. 856 specifically. Oh, I so can't tell really you how cool. many people have come up to me at shows and I'll ask them like, oh, like, you know, how did you hear about us? Because we're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know, and they're mm -hmm. like, oh, I saw your 856 video at JAG. Like, yeah. what? Okay. That's cool. so cool. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, it just goes to show that, like, archiving stuff or whatever, like, really has a big, real effect on bands. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, like, what they're able to do. Yeah. It works. Yeah. It works. That's awesome. Well, uh, we're going to go into a song here, or, yeah, let's go into a song, and then we'll come back and we'll talk to, about, to you guys about that full DIY United States tour that you guys did, the goods, the bads, all of them in between. <laughs> we're going to go into Anti-Freeze, which is a song that I think is just... It fits here on KISW. This this song should go in between Shine Down and Five Finger Death Punch <laughs> in the middle of the day. Not saying it sounds yes. like those, but I'm saying it is a rock <laughs> anthem that, like, literally, I could picture being played, you know, in the middle of the men's room on KISW. It is such a banger, and I could see you guys playing this at White River Amphitheater at Pain in the Grass. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Please. So uh, yeah, let's jump into Antifreeze. Who wants to introduce this one? Any anything you want to say about it? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, I kind of just wrote the riff a little bit, the 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 initial uh, intro riff, and uh, it was kind of just it kind of just happened. It was yeah. kind of like uh, me and uh, Jason who uh, recorded the record. We were mm -hmm. kind of just messing around, and I had this you know silly little riff that I thought was kind of cool, and kind of turned it into a song. And I don't know. I think. It sounded a bit 80s, which we were totally we thought was, you know, kind of weird. Van Halen vibe. But then we were like, okay, yeah. you know what? Let's just do it. Like, even if we don't use this song, there's no rules. We could shelf it if we yep. need or, you know, whatever, and we'll just see what happens. And it ended up being like really cool. Yeah. Um, it was <clears> like, because like, we, we had actually two of. songs that were um, kind of like, that 80s hair metal kind of vibe that we were like, ah, can we do this? This, this yeah, might be too much. It might be <laughs> yeah. a little weird. Well, we were worried about it. You know, we thought it'd be too much. Um, so yeah, so that's <laughs> that's the one that uh, that that stuck around. Um, so yeah, hope you like it. Sweet, dude. Freeze. All right, it's anti freeze here by Denial of Life. No reason is out now. Check it out. It's loud local on the rock. <laughs>
letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Anti-freeze here by Denial of Life. You're listening to Loud and Local. Uh, and we're just going to talk about it. How was tour, guys? You guys did a, a full U.S. tour, all DIY, right? Like it was pretty much all you guys just booking it yourselves? Or, you know, do you guys have like a, a booker, manager, or anything like that? Yeah, I, I would say it was a, a split. Like mm-hmm. we had booked our own previous tours. Yeah. Um, all the tours we've done, aside from this full U.S., we, we've booked ourselves. Yeah. Um, this tour was, we had uh, we had uh, someone who had booked, like, our Canadian shows. Awesome. Um, in the past, Jessa from Damage Control. Yeah. Uh, booked, she does a fest out there. She does. Yeah. She did yeah. the Hold Your Ground fest. That's right. Hold Your Ground. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she, we kind of collaborated on, awesome. on the booking. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was great. It was like 30, 30 days, um, you know, and it was, yeah. it was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Hanging out with the with the fam uh, out there on the road. So you guys have a like a little – do you guys do several cars? Do you guys have a bus or a van or yeah, how do you van. guys do it? Van? Okay. Mm-hmm. Right on. Uh, favorite favorite uh, places you guys played? What where, where were some of your – did you guys do any small towns where you uh, – <laughs> We did. We did a lot. I mean, it's like I think the thing about full U.S. is, is like – you play so many different places. You know, yeah. you play big cities, you play small towns that are just inevitable because you have to drive through yes. these places. Yes. Um, so, like, for me personally, like, I think sometimes the small town shows can be really fun. Yeah. Uh, just because you, you, like, you have no idea what to expect, you know, and even they, they can just they can just go so many different ways, you know, and sometimes those are the shows that have a lot of energy. Uh, but my personal highlight was, like, the, the fest in Toronto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fun. Also, you know which one really surprised me was Regina. Um, yeah. Out in Canada, yeah, that was just so random. Honestly, I'd never even heard of Regina before in my mm-hmm. life, and I was pronouncing it Regina the whole yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, um, it looks like it. Yeah, it, it was like crazy. It. We like show up to this DIY venue, and it's pretty big. Yeah, you know, and we're playing on the floor. And is that the bowling alley? No, that oh, was that where was that kid was. That was a kid. The little eleven-year-old who was like. I'm your biggest fan. That's oh, awesome. That it was so cute. Oh, my God. He came up to me. Do you remember his name? <sighs> Alex. 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 Yeah. Shout out to Alex. Was, Shout out to Alex. Shout out, Alex. He came up to me at the merch table and was like, would you, uh, is there any way that I could have your set list after you're done? Aw. And I was like, well, actually, we don't use a set list, but I will write one out for you. Sick. And so I wrote one out really quick for him. And then he was like, also, will you sign my poster? And then he was like, you guys are the whole reason I came out here. Like, he told me he saw the Hate Five Six video. Yeah. Um, and he was a huge fan of us. He was our biggest fan. That's incredible. You know? It was really, he was yeah. roasting the shit out of Logan, especially. That's awesome. <laughs> it was cool. He was a shit talker. He was a shit talker. Well, we both bro- broke strings, like, in the second song. And he's like, you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, Russo broke a bass string. 
Mm. And then literally within 10 seconds, I broke a string. <laughs> yeah. Same string, too. Same string. He's <laughs> uh, ro- yeah. the 11-year-old roaster, dude. Yeah, shout out roasting. Alex. Yeah, shout out Alex. And Regina really showed out for us. There were a lot of people who came out, and That's everybody awesome. was really into it. Like, the energy from the crowd was electric, you know? It was really cool. Uh, that was my favorite, honestly. Yeah. I might have liked Vegas the best. Cool. Oh, Vegas. Oh, yeah. Vegas like 120 was degrees at 10 Damn. o'clock at night. Yeah, I don't in know. In a veterans hall. Right. Yeah. I don't know what it was about this tour, but it was the sweatiest shows I've ever played in my, oh my God. entire life. Yeah. Definitely sweaty. I think my favorite show was in Vancouver. Was it? Cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, this little, I don't even know what the venue was called. The New West or something? Yeah. That's what it was. Okay. Well, uh, this place was like completely packed out. Nice. And uh, yeah, it was just overall just like cool vibes. Um, Nonstop. Yeah, the very crowd last surfing. show of tour was my favorite one. Nonstop crowd surfing? Yeah, or stage diving. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Literally that's awesome. like a rotating door of people jumping off oh, the I stage. Love it. Yeah, that's Vancouver's awesome. always been really safe. <laughs> Sounds like the tour was pretty lit. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, if you guys are, say say you're going to like a late night, you know, a gas station, what are you guys grabbing? Who's grabbing what? Reese's Sticks and a Wild Cherry Pepsi for sure. Yep. Okay. Six hour old wrinkly glizzy. <laughs> All right. Nice. nice. <laughs> Whatever's on the, the hot menu. Whatever's on the hot dog oh roll. Okay, that, uh. That corn flavored popcorn. Yes. Was yeah. awesome. oh there was, there was, I don't even like popcorn in the so. <laughs> there was a Midwest. I think we're in the Midwest. And there was a, it was like a sweet corn flavored popcorn. Wow. But it tasted like fire buttered corn on the cob. It was yeah. crazy. <laughs> That's it awesome. So I guess good. it also <laughs> depends if we're in Canada too, because in Canada, I'll get something different. But right. get all the all dress chips. Yes. Oh, yeah. Time, maybe the ketchup <laughs> chips. And then uh, also they have these candy bars called. Uh, uh, Wonder Bars. Oh, okay. Which are insane. They're nice, out of this world. Mm-hmm. The Wonder Bars and the ketchup chips and the all dressed. <laughs> making me hungry. Uh, nice. Okay. Well, the tour sounds like it was awesome. Uh, do you guys have any plans to, to go out uh, in early 2023 or 2023 uh, at all? Yeah. We're yeah. definitely. We were just talking about that actually. Before yeah. Cool. Locked up here. We got a few things in the works right now. That's awesome. That we're talking about. So, yeah, yeah. definitely. Trying to get back out there immediately. Nothing set in stone just yet, but we have a couple things that we're planning for. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I think we, you know, we love touring. Yeah, we love, we love. In my opinion, we've toured really, really good together. Yeah, you know, we got a good, we got a good situation um, going. So yeah, yeah, trying to hit the road, just hang, hang out with our friends. That's yeah, awesome. Honestly, if I could just live in the van twenty four seven on the road touring playing cool shows there you go cool bands every night just hanging out with my best friends every day like living the dream yeah mm-hmm. sounds like you guys are ready to go ready to burst i i talked to it it was like two years ago i talked with uh, emma from dying wish and 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 it, it was like right before they did any touring and then just watching them just go on every single tour they're literally going to be here on tuesday with yeah, hate breed and then yeah. like a week Hatebreed. later with counterparts and see you space cowboy so it's like you know just it sounds like you guys are chomping at the bit like she was so totally. it's awesome Definitely. right yeah, on the, it's the beginning Yes, the beginning. I love it. So we're going to jump into a couple more songs here by Denial of Life. Uh, if people dig this and they want to support you guys, they want to you know check out your band. Uh, what are what are some ways to do that? Like where can they follow you and whatnot? Uh, well, you can follow us on Instagram. Uh, denial of denial dot life dot wait wait, wait denial <laughs> dot of dot life. <laughs> Right? Is that it? Yes. Yeah. Like yes. That. And then we're streaming on Apple Music, Spotify, all the good stuff. Um, Title. 
Sorry, what was that? Title, the one owned by Jay Z and Beyonce. Oh. You're probably on there, right? We are I on title. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what Deezer. that is. Yeah, yeah. I forgot Deezer. about Deezer. it. Amazon Music. Yeah, there you go. Probably need to on get all it on uh, Bandcamp soon too. There you go. Yeah, YouTube. Oh. We're out there. Oh, They're out YouTube there. Not hard sure. to Somebody find uploaded it for us, I think. Loki. There you go. Yeah. I forget the channel that uploads every Jason's hardcore record ever. Too. Yeah. But it's, it's all it's, it's on, on there. One song at a time, like on, on our own, I think, and then it's also like as a whole album by some random. Let's copyright so that strange. claim. You guys need that money. Anywhere yeah, where you think music's yeah. at, we're there. <laughs> uh, and and let's just mention it now. There is a physical release. Uh, you guys said probably 2023, maybe or. Yeah, we, uh, in the in the next, you know, if everything goes according to plan, record yeah. plants are a mess. As Backed up. Knows. Yeah. Thanks, Taylor um, Swift. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, no, we'll have some some twelve inches uh, of the record ready to ready to go. Awesome. Soonish. Very cool. Right on. Well, let's jump into asphyxiation and crucified. Uh, Brenna, yes. This is your calling. You grew up on KISW. I did. I need oh you to God. introduce the. Easiest KISW rock DJ voice. Okay, for Jim, for your dad, I need you to, to introduce these, and we're gonna we're gonna film it for, for social. And so you need to introduce this. Remember, the name of the show is Loud and Local on KISW. And local. I need you to introduce Asphyxiation and Crucified. What should I say? This is Brenna from Denial of Life. Just we're we're live right now. Oh, we're live, pal. No, we're not live. Okay, hold on, uh, hold on. Oh you want to practice real quick? <laughs> Kinda. All right, whatever. This is Brenna from Denial of Life. You're listening to Asphyxiation by Denial of Life on Loud and Local on 99.9 KASW. The Rock. Was it worth living? A 
I saw them. I saw... Salvo, what, what did you see? Blood everywhere. Black blood on the walls. Figures in the dark, laughing, coming at me. And I screamed and I ran. And I never told a soul.
Crucified and Asphyxiation as introduced there by Brenna. Shout out to thank you very much. The future DJ of oh KISW. That's <laughs> amazing. Uh, we're listening to, you're listening to Loud and Local here on KISW. Denial of Life is the band. No reason out now. And you can check that out on anywhere you stream. And uh, apparently you can get it on YouTube. And uh, yes, very cool. So uh, you guys are going to be playing December 2nd at Vera Project with Ego Death and Cujo. Uh, shout out to Jason Clackley at the Vera Project. That guy, and also Maya uh, from the Vera Project. You know they have been doing such a killer job of of you know doing all ages hardcore shows up here in Seattle, which is, isn't an easy thing to do. As as uh, always, there's not a ton of all ages venues up here in Seattle, except for like El Corazon and whatnot. But Vera Project doing a great job. You guys played Vera Project before? No, actually. no. I don't think so. As DOL, I guess not. Okay. No. <laughs> Well, that's going to be a good one. Uh, shout out to Cujo. Yes. Very cool band. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know Ego Death. Tell me new about band. Ego Death. New, new, go, band. new band. Very Fresh. New. Yeah. Awesome. They're very sick. Cool. Very tough. Very, very tough. Very sick, very tough. Very Apex sick. Predator drummer sings. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Shout out to Casey from Apex Predator. Shout out Casey. I saw him driving. Uh, really? I was like, what's up, man? <laughs> Did he see you? Does he have... <laughs> Did he know you no, were he, he was wearing a puffy, uh, like, North Face jacket. <laughs> With, like, hentai stickers on his car? Yep. Yeah. Nice. I imagine that. Yeah, it's so. Max, right? Yeah. Okay, Max is the singer. Yeah. Hey, shout um, out Max. He's killing it, honestly. I saw them live. Young, they played with... Uh, it was with Cujo and End of Days, wasn't it? Yeah. At the Fun House. That show that you guys played, I think mm -hmm. it was Ego Death's first show. Nice. Oh my god, I was I was blown away. Honestly. That's awesome. Yeah, he's a really good performer. Yeah, what they just put out a demo, like a yeah. three-song demo or something like that. It's yeah. insane, actually. Yeah. Uh, and I think this is their tour kickoff show. It is cool, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Cool. Mm -hmm. So catch catch them. So, you know, we're talking about local bands and we're talking about new local bands, but, you know, we have such a rich history here in the Northwest, you know, whether it be bands like Nirvana, bands like Heart or Jimi Hendrix, up until, you know, Ego Death. What are some of your favorite Northwest bands of all time? And you can Denial name a couple. Life on top. Amen, Denial of Life okay. off top. Straight up. All right. Allison Chains on the side. Oh, no. Literally, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Brenna, let's start with you. Allison Chains? Oh, yeah. They're definitely my number one okay. Pacific Northwest band of all time favorite song oh geez louise it's either gotta name be, three songs all right it's either yeah. gotta be bleed the freak yeah junkhead or specifically the mtv unplugged version of sludge factory ah yes yeah. right on right on and how about you man favorite northwest Oof, bands that's a tough one i'm i can't there's there's so many okay uh <laughs> I think I feel like I come from a different musical. Like I listen sure. to different music than okay, than, more punk stuff or yeah, or? I guess. But uh, I was like, as growing up, I was a big Earth fan. Yeah, Dylan Carlson, incredible band. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they uh, just played a couple or like about a month ago a substation. Yeah, so I yeah, it. oh man, great band, great yeah. band. I got to see them play on Halloween, and Dylan Carlson wear bunny ears. That's that was really cool. That's really cool. <laughs> that was the extent of his his, his, his costume. Yeah, yeah, his antics. Exactly. Nikki, what about you, man? Favorite Northwest bands? Denial of Life. Is Denial that right? of Life, straight yeah. up. Okay. okay. Allison Chains on the side. All right. <laughs> Allison Chains opening up for Denial of Life. Damn, bro. Oh, All right. Calling a shot. <laughs> a dream. That's amazing. And <laughs> how about you, man? Really resurrected. Uh, I guess I'll be the one that throws it back. Then I'm gonna go with the Sonics. Oh, yeah. Pretty absolutely. much the first yeah. punk yeah. band of all time, and they're the greatest band ever. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. I wanted to mention Tim Coma Locals. Mm hmm. So, got to represent. Did you hear that they recorded 
allegedly they recorded Psycho and Strychnine at the red carpet, which is a building on South Tacoma. That's, that's cool. No idea. Uh, funny story about uh, Alice in Chains. I was down at the uh, in, in Las Vegas for this big Metallica concert down where the Raiders play, which is really cool venue to see a concert. I mentioned this earlier to you guys where you know, Greta Van Fleet opened and all that. But uh, so I, I was going getting ready to see Metallica. We we're going to get like a hot dog or something, and there's Jerry Cantrell, and you know it. I thought yeah. it was cool uh, that he was when people would come up to ask for a picture, he would say no, but he would give him a guitar pick. Oh. He'd be like, no, you want a pick? But here's a guitar pick. I don't want to do a picture today. I just kind of want to enjoy the show. Please, no pictures, but here's a guitar pick. So everyone who asked for a pick got a pick. But he was <laughs> hanging out with um, Ben from, or no, sorry, uh, Greg. And then uh, I think his name is Ben, the drummer from Converge and the singer of Dillinger's Escape Plan. I ended up getting a picture with them what? because nobody was taking pictures with them. Sick. I thought it was cool. And they were like, oh. You know our band? Okay, cool. Let's take a picture. But I was like, I'm not going to punish Jerry Cantrell. Cantrell. I'll punish those guys. You got to punish someone. Exactly. (laughs) You got to punish someone. That's the best part about radio is that I get paid a little bit of money to punish people, you know? So, yeah. yeah, It's actually just punishing. So, (laughs) Guys, uh, first first album you ever purchased, like CD or tape or vinyl, first physical uh, album you ever purchased with your own money as a kid or, you know, whatever age you were. Brenda, let's start with you. All right. My first one was Californication, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I remember I saved up for like six months because my dad would give me quarters as my allowance. Anytime I did like a little chore around the house or whatever, he'd give me a quarter. And um, I think I saved up for like six months because we were going to Buzzards when it was still around in Tacoma. Yeah, I remember Buzzards, yeah. Um, We'd go there like weekly because my dad was also a CD collector at the time, I guess. (laughs) Probably still is. I still collect CDs. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I remember I was like eyeing Red Hot Chili Peppers because I was obsessed with them. I was learning their entire discography, but my favorite one was Californication. So I bought it yeah. finally. But yeah, I listened that, to that album literally. If I put every it on, day. would you still know the lyrics? Oh, literally every word to every ning song. Nong, ning nong, ning literally, it's so nine. problematic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about you? My first record that I bought with my own money was 50 Cent. Nice. Follow, followed closely, yeah, followed uh, closely by Blink-182 in a mode state. Do either of you guys remember when 50 Cent came out with a ga- video game for Xbox? Yeah. Yeah. One of the, the, it was. the video game uh, money was machine. Was it the Def Jam one? There was a Def Jam one, so he was on the Def Jam fight for, for New York, the Vendetta one or oh, whatever, yeah, but yeah. he had his own game. It was, it was like own game, right? Yeah, yeah it, was, like, it was called like, Get Rich or Die Trying the Game. Then there was that, and then the, he came up with the film, Get Rich or Die Trying. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Nikki, what about you? First album you ever purchased with your own money? So first record I ever got, first CD I ever got, I never had any money, so yep. I stole uh, Sum 41, All Killer, No Filler. Cool. <laughs> from nice. the Kmart across the street from my apartment. Nikki's sick for that. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Still listen to it to this day, here and there. Dun, you know, dun, pop dun. it on. Yeah, dude. When I'm feeling some type of way. <laughs> Great record. Straight up. Nice. Yeah. What about you, man? Was it the Sonics? Were you cool <laughs> not, from it, as but, a young uh, kid? <laughs> uh, I don't know if... I'm sure I got some other shit, but this one's the one I remember clearly, which is pretty funny. I remember being at the Fred Meyer Electronics Department and looking at the CD, and it looked like a Motorhead CD because it had, like, the Snaggletooth guy on it. It looked like to me. <laughs> anyway, I bought it, and then I guess I just either couldn't read or just chose not to read, but it ended up actually being a Monster Magnet CD. Oh, <laughs> great band. Which, yeah, which ended up working out. Yeah. It wasn't Motorhead, but I don't remember. I mean, old enough to be an idiot, I guess. <laughs> 
This guy's got damn dude. Mo, mo, uh, Monster Magnet is your first album. Damn dude, wish I was that cool. <laughs> so I noticed you guys are wearing some pretty killer shirts. Sentence. So we got a, a Motorhead and 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 uh, what was the other bands on the Alice Iron Cooper? Maiden, Alice Cooper. Incredible. Uh, I don't remember who Judas Priest. Judas, Judas Priest. Priest. That's right. It's like a fest from the 80s that my Amazing. aunt went to. And she gave me this shirt. Amazing. What are your favorite band t-shirts that you own? Is it this one? Oh, I actually, okay, I actually just wore this shirt for the first time in years recently because I keep it in a very safe place because yes. it is my most prized possession. It's uh, Alice in Chains shirt, of course, that uh was allegedly the guy from Drastic Plastic, which is like a smoke shop slash head shop in yeah. Tacoma, yeah. Sixth Ave. He told me that it was silkscreen by Jerry Cantrell and, and Lane Staley because it was like when, before they even blew up, yeah. when they were playing small shows in Bellevue and Seattle and whatnot, you know. It's probably worth like 600 bucks on Depop, dude. It was like $200 yeah. uh, at the head shop. Sure. So and I didn't even buy it. My I was talking about it for like months. I was like, I need this shirt yeah. so bad. And it was just like hanging on the wall. And I was trying to like barter with him, yeah. you know, trying to like, get him to come. But hell no, he was not going to do that. So my friends bought it for me for my birthday. Amazing. But that yeah, is it's so very dope. sick. It says Alice in Chains on the front. And then it says so off on the back. <laughs> <laughs> My dad gave me this shirt from this band, Forced Entry. Yeah, amazing band. So good. Shout out, Forced yeah, not Entry. A lot of people know that band. Uh, the back of it says, f off or I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it's thanks, so Dad. Sick. Ridge from uh, Life's Question and Painted Truth recognized it when we played, and he was like, dude, that band's fing awesome. Yep. Low key, like early crossover. Yep. Your shirt's yep. sick. Absolutely. Also a cool set. He was a cool guy. Shout out, Ridge. German lady yeah. tried to buy it off you, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and how about you, man? My favorite favorite T-shirt you own. Honestly, I'll be a little selfish here. The first DOL tour shirt, yeah, that we did not go on, okay, because of COVID. Yes, might be might be one. It's I'm rare. Gonna, I'm gonna hold on to that one. Nice, it's dude. It's a it's a time and a place. Nikki, what about you, man? Favorite band T-shirt you own? Probably favorite shirt I have. <clears throat> it's a life of, old uh, life of agony shirt. Uh, nice. It's River Runs Red, like '94. Cool. Uh, sadly, I never wear it because it has like holes in the armpits and like it's yep. got this little pocket print that's just like ripped open, like mm -hmm. the the Life of Agony logo. It's just like ripped. Um, Probably my favorite shirt. That's awesome. That's a good one. It's a good one. And was, would you be fourth century? Was that your? Is that your favorite T-shirt? Probably. Yeah. Nice, my yeah. dad gave it to me. Off or I'll kill you. At, <laughs> so pain in the, I used to play Pain in the Grass. Yes, my dad would go see him yeah. back in the nineties or whatever. Was your dad in any bands? No. Okay, but he was just an old school he just like liked rocker. To go, yeah, That's go cool. see uh, heavy metal shows back in the day. There's <laughs> actually some cold ones. There's videos of of Forced Entry live underneath the Space Needle at Pain in the Grass on YouTube. It's really cool. It's nice. badass. So, all right, we go, went down the Forced Entry hole, guys. Uh, you're going to be playing December second at Vera Project with Ego Death, Cujo. Uh, physical release coming soon in 2023. Follow them on social media, denial.of.life on Instagram. Uh, you know, check them out on all the uh, streaming platforms. Uh, we're going to go into one more song. Anything you guys want to say uh, for anyone listening to Loud and Local now? Any any final words before we jump into Blood Saint? Watch this fire, bro. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get on the get on the train while you can. There you go. Nice. The station. Your next favorite band. It's Blood Saint by Denial of Life. No reason is out now. Check it out. Turn it up. It's loud and local here on the rock. Life is pain. Pain is everything. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.